Hello and welcome to episode 801 of The Sleeper in the Bust. It is Thursday, April 9th. I'm your host, Paul Spore, and I'm joined by Justin Mason. Justin, what's going on? When will sports come back? I don't know. Maybe then I'll know what day it is. <laughs> I definitely forgot. And I'll remember to plug in my mic? Yes. Yes. Now, hopefully, with that mic plug-in, you're not having any issue where uh, it's recording, right? Definitely yeah, recording yeah. your voice. Okay. Yeah, okay, definitely. Good. We're, we're good. We're good. We're good. All right. Well, we're all good. We figured out the day. Figured out the mic situation. We are rolling. And we've got another draft. And this one's going to be really interesting for uh, a reason unlike the others. It's things we hate about sports. That is the most wide open that we've had. So yeah. you can go so many different ways with it that there's really like it's a blank canvas compared to such some of the other ones or all the other ones that might have had a pick here and there that that was like a little i don't know you know off the board or or or, um you know could try to be snuck in there like when you try to get fight club for uh, for the sports draft now but everything else pretty straightforward this is not it's decidedly not straightforward. So let's do this thing. You're going to have first pick, and it's wide open, man. What do you hate about sports? What's your number one thing? Oh, man. This is a tough one because, I mean, I came up with a topic largely because, uh, you know, when you're in, like, a relationship and it ends and you miss the person for the longest time, but then you get around with your buddies and stuff, and you just have like a shit talking session. Yes. Where you go, you you really miss the person, uh, but you just talk about all the awful things about that person, so that way you don't miss them quite as much. Th- this is our opportunity to do that. Boom. That's a that's a great it's a great way to put it. So, uh, I mean, I think I should probably stay on brand and uh, okay. go with injuries. They are awful. Injuries are the worst. They derail your fantasy season. They derail your favorite team's actual season. They derail people's lives and careers. Uh, and they, uh, they they obviously, after last year, crushed me. So, um, yeah, <laughs> injuries, I think, for me, is the, the easy first overall pick, especially when, like you said, this is wide open, so there is no, uh, I mean, we could literally be drafting two separate thought processes at, at this exactly. point. Exactly, so. exactly. Like, um, well, I don't I don't want to say, like, anything in particular, because it, mm-hmm. it could give away some ideas. But yeah, like, the range of things on my list, and, and you picking injuries there, I hadn't even thought about it. I love it as a top pick. It's perfect. Injuries suck. Injuries are awful. Um, all right, so I'm going to go with um, MLB service time manipulation. Mm, okay. Because it's the dumbest thing in sports. In, in in a landscape that has a lot of dumb things, this is the dumbest, even dumber than the NCAA, uh, even dumber than a lot of stuff that, that the NFL does. No other, no other league actively incentivizes their teams to not utilize their best players. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily true. It is. Uh, because, be- go ahead. I, I, I was going to, I'm going to make the counterpoint that the NBA does with the NBA draft lottery. 
So they in, they incentivize teams at the end of the season not to use their best players, uh, so that okay. way they can get better picks. It's a little bit different, but and I understand where I you're coming a, from. But I think it's a lot different in that those guys are still NBAers. Those guys are still getting money. They don't. There's never been some stud sitting in the the developmental league, just chilling, so that Charlotte can finish off a a tank season. Like, there's only like five good teams at any moment in the NBA anyway, and that's you know that that's its own problem. So I don't find it as big of a concern. And again, look, there's so many examples, but you know. The year that Vlad Jr. had when he couldn't get called up. Like, that's insane. That's not happening in the D-League where, you know, Giannis Antetokounmpo type is just chilling in D-League, putting up triple-doubles every night, and they're like, nah, we can't call him up yet because Milwaukee is just not ready to compete. So, and I've actually had this discussion with other folks where hockey has something a little bit similar with their minor leagues, and they do have a minor league system more akin to baseball. But again... It, it's it's not anywhere near to the degree of baseball. And I just find it so aggressively stupid that it drives me insane, and I absolutely hate it. So I have to go MLB service time manipulation. And let me be clear. I understand why the teams do it. They oh, should. Yeah, they, It's the rule I have the problem with, not the teams. Mm-hmm. I completely agree with you. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it, well, and it comes down to as much as we like to blame ownership and, Major League Baseball, it comes down to the players, actually. The players' union not arguing against this mm-hmm. when they do their CBAs. They they continue, they continue you know, every time they uh, negotiate a new CBA to just throw minor league players under the bus because they're no longer minor league players. So, yep. uh, I mean, it's never going to change unless someone within the union, the players' union, actually takes a stand. Yep, totally agree. Um, for my second one, I think I'm going to kind of stick in the same realm here and, uh, say NCAA players getting money. Now I'm not necessarily saying that they need to be paid. I'm saying they should be allowed to make money with avenues that they have available to them, whether they can start a YouTube channel, make money off of advertisements on Instagram and things of that nature. If you don't want to pay them. I I understand the, the logistics are difficult and all that. I, I'll I'll say fine, I guess. But then don't block them off from being able to make money when you're bilking billions on the backs of of these children across tons of sports. But obviously, foremost the the football and basketball at most programs is are the big money makers. But don't let some swimming star. Uh, be unable to make money or or you know the schools that have prominent baseball like again if they have their own avenue that should not be blocked off that's what bothers me more so than them not getting paid like uh, a, a salary from uh duke or the university of texas yeah i completely agree it was on my list uh, in my in my top ten, though my stuff's not really ordered uh, <laughs> because it's so wide open. Just kind of going with what strikes me in the moment. Uh, Same. And I have something on my list that says casual weather, and I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, obviously I did this when I was way too tired, because uh, I, I don't know why I hate casual weather, but I do apparently. Um, so, but yeah, no, NCAA players not being able to, to make any sort of money while, like you said, the institutions themselves are just making a ton of money off of uh, these men and women. Uh, it's, I mean... I know a lot of people are like, well, they're getting a free education. Yes, they're getting a free education, but a lot of them, especially if you're talking about basketball, are all, forced. they're for, not only forced to go, but they're only there for a year. They're not gonna like exactly. they're not gonna get an education. So they're, like the education, only there so they don't get fined because you know, the, <laughs> exactly. Mar- 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 mm-hmm. because because you've closed off the avenue for them to even go to the NBA directly. So if you want to use the education thing. Then, then give them the choice if they even want to get that education. So I agree with you. That's a horseshit counter to it um, that I just don't buy at all. Okay, so with my second pick, uh, I, this this was the first one I thought of when uh, when I started writing out a list, um, and uh, and that is rule changes to make the game better. <laughs> Quote unquote better, I bet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, see, so. I see it on the board now. You put better. So, uh, yeah, we see it all the time, especially in baseball, whether we're talking about them instituting some sort of clock to make pitchers go faster. uh, I mean, even things that have in some ways made the game better, like uh, uh, instant replay, they always do it so poorly that it actually doesn't make the game that much better. Um, mm-hmm. so it just stop, you know, kickoffs in football is another great example. Like, uh, if they were really that concerned with player safety, everybody would, who wasn't wearing a mouth guard would get a 15 yard penalty. Uh, yep. no, they're just doing it to make, you know, like, quote unquote better. It, so it's, it's it, eyewash. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, and, uh, yeah, it, it messes with the game. Like stop trying to change, change the games we love to make them better, just, you know, just, just leave them alone for the most part. You know, some changes work out well. I'm not going to argue that. Uh, I think, I think Manfred has a big issue right now with, with trying to change things for the sake of changing them. And it's like, okay, dude, there's so many things that you could change about baseball or football. I mean, I think basketball does a really good job of, of not changing too many things. Uh, and I, I don't follow hockey close enough anymore to actually know True. much about them in general. But, um, it, yeah, just there's so many things you could change. A number of things we're going to talk about here that would actually make the game better uh, mm-hmm. without actually changing the on pro- or the on the field product. So, no, I, I, I think you're right. Um, and, you know, like the uh, getting rid of the intentional walk thing. That was some eyewash to like speed up the game when intentional walks never happen. Like those don't those didn't save any time. Mm-hmm. So and he he uh, Manfred always seems to be looking to make these moves that like don't really achieve what he set out to do. Even the three batter rule. I think it was Tom Berducci who said, "Well, they've already pretty much ironed out one two batter um, pitcher appearances. Like they don't happen that much anymore. So this this won't even change things that much." So, uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Good pick there. What's, uh, what's your next one to kick off the third Ooh, round? Uh, I guess with uh, that in mind, things that they could change uh, to make the games better uh, without actually having to change the game is uh, TV blackouts. 
Oh my god, that should have been a first round. Pick. Yeah, you're, you're right. You're I right. mean, it's for some people they're like, well, I don't understand why this is that big of a deal, you know. Um, uh, if you Wait, live, what? Yeah, there are some people that like don't understand it because they don't live in areas where they're affected by okay. blackouts. Uh, but try living in Hawaii and watching a game. Yes. Uh, you, or Iowa or, yeah. or Nevada, like these places that get blacked out of six teams, which means 12 teams because mm-hmm. of who they're, you know, they're, they're playing somebody. That's insane, dude. It is. It's absolutely. And you guys have an issue down there, right? Where you guys can't get Astros games or, or Rangers yes, games? Yes. It can go only get Astros games with one service provider. There's only one service provider. So you have to have that one or forget it. Mm-hmm. Rangers games you can you can pretty much get on on the Fox um, Fox Sports Southwest, which is on most things. But with the Astros, they're only on one, and I don't have it. I have Google Fiber, so I can't get Astros games, which is is so dumb. And you know what really used to just drive me nuts was that they were they were advertising it so underhandedly when it first came out. They were advertising MLB. Dot TV as if you could get it because you're um, uh, you, you could get it to follow your home team. You know, you live in the greater Detroit area, follow the Tigers on MLB. And it's like you weren't make they weren't making clear that blackout rules existed. And I guarantee you there were throngs of people who bought it thinking, oh, that's great. So when I'm out at work or, you know, going to a, a, a gathering, I can still follow the Tigers and watch the game. No, no, you can't because you're in Michigan. And they've been better about it now, but yeah, you know, blackout is the most antiquated horseshit that that's out there. It doesn't make any sense. I understand TV money and 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 ad money and all that. My point isn't that they don't need that money to you know keep these deals lucrative and keep making money. My point is, how have you not figured it out yet? Yeah, well, and in, I mean, in, you, in the world that we're in, you need to grow a fan base. I mean, this isn't just exclusive to baseball, but baseball is the biggest issue with it right now. I mean, for years you couldn't get a Raiders game on TV. Yeah, because the well, yeah, Raiders they used wouldn't to do sell the blackouts out. Where, yeah, where if they didn't sell out as a Lions fan, I'm very familiar with that. And having like a a local businessman have to buy seven thousand tickets on Friday afternoon and 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 give them away to get the game on TV. Thankfully, the NFL has actually done a positive thing and, and moved on from that um, to where that's not a, a big issue, but. It's a brutal issue for baseball. Yeah, it's. I mean, in a sport like we've said a, a million times before, that is having a hard time appealing to younger audiences, appealing to just the masses in general. With there being so many other sports now that people can watch, why would you limit your viewership? Like, mm-hmm. if you're a kid growing up in Iowa or growing up in uh, in Hawaii, and like. You want those kids watching. I mean, the NFL just made a move that I don't think a lot of people realize uh, about that with adding the extra playoff team and extra wildcard game, that extra wildcard game is being played on Nickelodeon. Wait, what? Yeah. That's really interesting. Now, some people are really upset by it. I, I don't know why. Almost everybody who has TV now has, you know... A, yeah. a more expansive cable package than, than just the big four uh, <laughs> uh, network. So, uh, but yeah, you, they're putting it on Nickelodeon. So now kids are going to like turn on Nickelodeon. Oh, look, there's football. Oh, football. Yeah. On Sundays. So, 
Uh, I mean, really smart move by the NFL. I wish Major League Baseball w- would figure things out. I know. I know, man. I absolutely hear you. All right. Let's see. Uh, what, what do you got next? Oh, wait. Is it my pick? My pick? Yeah, that was your, your pick. pick. Yep. That, that was a good one. That TV Blackouts one was, was really good. All right. This one, again, since it's we're in such an open realm here, I'm actually going to turn it back on, on, on the fans here for a moment. And... Uh, Twitter fans. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna combine them here a little bit because they do go hand in hand. One, calling everything a choke. Two, connected, calling everything over in the first inning, first quarter, too early, and then being fucking surprised when it wasn't, <laughs> and then acting like it was this great comeback. No, no, you're the one who said it was over three minutes in. You dipshit. It it wasn't some epic comeback because 14 nothing doesn't mean anything in the NFL as far as like being down some crazy number. So they overhype these things. So it's it's uh, calling everything a choke and then uh calling everything too early there. So just b- basically sports Twitter drives me nuts with their reaction, their overreactions. I'll, I'll just put sports Twitter overreactions, which it just it just gets to be too much. Everything can't be a choke or else there's no such thing as a true choke. And and that word's just lost all meaning. And, um, you know, same with, like, comebacks. Like, even 21 nothing in the NFL. Like, that's that's not what it used to be. That's like 10 nothing of yesteryear with, with the high-paced offenses and stuff. So it just drives me insane. And these same, I think they just want themselves to – they want to feel like it's some great thing that they're watching. It's like, no, it was – it was twenty-one nothing. It wasn't looking great for that team, but they had three and a half quarters to come back, and they did. So that's I, it. Just drives me nuts every Sunday seeing people do the same stuff, and it's like, did you not remember last week when when you when you did this, you didn't learn from it at all? <laughs> it is it drives me nuts. Uh, yeah, and I mean, I'm gonna have a pick at some point that talks a little bit about this. Uh, yeah, but it, it's uh, yeah, no, no, you're you're right. It's it's. Uh, it's right up there with uh, in something that's not on my list and probably not going to take even on that now that I'm thinking about it is the the sports writers that do play by play on oh, Twitter uh, during spring training. God, good God, dude! Like that. The only good thing about not having baseball right now is I don't have to see <laughs> four different sports writers tweet a play by play of what's happening in a spring training game at the same time. Yep. Yep, the, the the two two writers at different outlets for each team, mm-hmm. yeah. all at the same time. RBI single here by number six hundred and twelve. Dude has a triple digit number for crying out loud. <laughs> no, this I, is I, ridiculous. I, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. All right, so my next one, kind of easy. Pitchers batting. How it's, dare you? It's stupid, dude, and and you know it is, and everyone in their heart knows it is. And I always make a joke in my stream because they do have pitchers batting on MLB The Show, which I'm okay with for one reason. We're playing fantasy baseball there, so our teams are are stacked to the gills. So we don't need a DH, and it's a video game, so guys don't get injuries are off. So my, my biggest issue really is that pitchers get hurt doing it, and, and it becomes, uh, you know, you, you've now got your guy on the DL or IL for, for – two months because he was batting when he doesn't train for it because you don't ask him to but then you're throwing him in this situation it's so stupid but uh 
so since it is an MLB The Show, I'll perform a double switch. I'll be like, oh, my God, did you see what I was able to do there? My giant brain worked. I was able to pull off a double switch. Wow, the NL. How do NL managers do it? My God, the strategy so hard drives me insane that people think that NL strategy is so much deeper and difficult than American League. No, it's not. It's not at all. If anything, it's more basic and and cookie cutter. It's easy. You get off the hook so easily of when to take a pitcher out, even when he's throwing a good game. If he's thrown six innings, but he's dealing, and his spot comes up with a runner on, nobody out, that's an easy hook. In the NL or in the American League, you don't have that cookie cutter situation all the time to say, well, I got to take him out. You don't know whether to push it that extra inning or not. You could make a case that it's more difficult to manage your, your starting pitchers in the American League than the NL. Just don't come at me with NL has this amazing strategy that these genius NL managers are executing every night because of the fucking double switch. Rant over. I, yeah, no. I, I, I prefer the NL game than I do to the AL game. That being What's said... What's the difference? What's really the difference? The, the, I do days? think... I do. I mean, I do think there is a little bit more strategy. Uh, I think it adds a wrinkle uh, in terms of having to manage a lineup. Uh, that being said, I, I agree with you that there should they should get rid of the pitcher hitting. Uh, only because... What sport plays by two different rules? Yes, I know that's always been your big thing, it's, exactly I, I, like having a four-point line in the in the Eastern Conference, and and no three-point line or, or in the three-point line only in the in the Western Conference. Yeah, or, you know, you you don't do field goals in the AFC, yeah. but you do yeah. do them in the NFC. It's just it's it's a ridiculous, and and the fact that and, and those sound far fetched, but. The, the DH versus no DH adds offense. So it is mm-hmm. essentially something like that, where it's like an extra point, uh, you know, added for a, a one conference in basketball or changing the field goal thing, like you said, in uh, in uh, football. So, yeah, I, I agree with you there. It's just we've got these guys making 20 mil a year. Hell, middle middle tier starters making 18, 20 mil a year. We don't ask them to train for it. If they trained and they were expected to learn how to hit and everything and they were relatively capable hitters like more back in the day that's one thing but no we want them to pitch focus on that they're not asked to hit it at all so why are we still keeping up the charade yeah i i just don't understand how you yeah i mean i don't have to me it's you just can't rationalize the 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 two different rules i i don't have i wouldn't have a problem personally if they got rid of the dh in the american league but they're never gonna do that so let's no they're not going back yeah yeah so let's just get things consistent especially with i mean it was one thing before interleague play was a regular thing but yes. now every day has an interleague game and so today so switching rules series to series yeah today you have to uh, pitchers have to hit but tomorrow they don't like that makes absolutely no sense so by the way i was gonna um i suggested that they could hit a little bit back in the day they really couldn't hit back in the day either yeah. By the way, well, because th- their main priority was uh, was pitching, and they didn't have the you know the amount of time in the minor leagues that that they do now. I mean, they 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 were better. For example, like nineteen forty five pitcher WRC plus was twenty eight compared to <laughs> last year. It was minus eighteen. So that is tangibly better, but it's from you know 
a Charlotte sized turd to, you know, some freaking uh, Rottweiler sized turd. Uh, all right. So now I'm going to, with my fourth pick, uh, I'm going to pick on some fans. Uh, and that is Fairweather fans slash bandwagon fans. Um, I cannot stand people who are front runners who only support their teams uh, when things are going well. Uh, I mean, and, and like the biggest example of it in my lifetime, you know, at least personally, was uh, in 2010, I paid $2 for Giants tickets in the front row of a game. Oh, man. Oh, man. $2 is what I paid. $4 for me and my father to go. Uh, <laughs> in, wow. In one of the nicest stadiums. Now, it was a day game, and it was against the Marlins, but I paid $2. Still, dude, yeah. Like, because no one, they could not get people to go to games, especially during the week, uh, because there's a bunch of phony Fairweather fans out here. Now, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, and after that, now you got to pay 100 bucks for those tickets. If if, if not that, or, you know, if not a hell of a lot more. And, uh, it just, there's, there's nothing, you know, my, my brother-in-law is like the chief example of this. Like I have known the dude for 15 years and until, uh, Stephen Curry came to town, like I had never heard him talk about the Golden State Warriors and like for years I've had to deal with him watching the Golden State Warriors and basketball uh, and it's like, you know, and talking about it nonstop, like he's the biggest super fan. Um, and now like I, he has not watched a basketball game in like, you know, all, all year. So because, yeah, they've had a terrible year because yeah, cause they've been awful. Everybody's hurt and everything. And like, don't get me wrong. Uh, I think we all suffer from our team really sucks. Maybe we go watch other teams uh, a little bit more, oh. but I still watch like, you know, a ton of Giants games when they're bad. I watch a ton of Redskins games when they're always bad. Uh, I was going to say, like, that you just watch the Redskins, you, you mean, is what you're saying. Yeah, they're... exactly, because they haven't been good since, like, the 90s. Um, <laughs> and the early 90s at that, that you know, uh, pre-Norv Turner days. So, um, it's, uh, yeah, it just it's something that just I absolutely cannot stand is uh, how fair weather a lot of fans are. I understand it doesn't bother me as much. I understand the case that that you're making. I I, I was kind of hoping that your story with your with your brother-in-law was going to end where, yeah, he jumped on the bandwagon, but he's been a fan since. The fact that he jumped right back off as soon as they had a big injury season that's that's a little disappointing there. Because I like that you know okay people kind of get back into or get into sports when a team gets great in a city and it's like oh that's that's cool and then they become kind of big fans even though even if they're late to it because look i think one of the things that i i try to tell people not to worry about is like bandwagon fans they don't incriminate your fandom though right like you get to enjoy the 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 title to your level uh of enjoyment and bandwagon fans coming on board does not undercut you in any way and i think some fans do feel like i've been here through the difficult stuff and you're just coming here to enjoy the good stuff. It does hit different, though, for somebody who grinds it out and goes to pay $2 seats for the Giants, and then they win three in five years, versus somebody who just came on during the first one or after the first World Series. So don't let it impact your enjoyment of things. I understand the uh, the beef with them, but uh, it, it doesn't bother me as much. 
but I but I hear you. I I hear you for sure. Yeah, I mean, this is the way I look at it: is like, as a parent, you don't like stop like being loving your kid or paying attention to your kid when they're being shitty. Like, you don't go, oh, terrible twos. You don't. I'm no longer gonna pay. Now this one is my favorite kid because this one is acting up. <laughs> a quite behaving. Yeah, <laughs> like that's not how it's supposed to work. Now I'm not saying it doesn't work like that for some people. But again, those are shitty people. Bad parents. Yeah. yeah, and you're a shitty fan if you do the same the same thing. All right. No, I I, I can I can hear that. I can hear all that. Uh, like I said, I understand the case against them, especially if you're jumping on and you're not at least sticking with it. Uh, all right. So let's see. Next uh, for my fifth round pick, man, I've got so much on here, and casual weather is just really sticking out. For no so apparent Take reason. Take casual weather right now. I, I'm going to put it in my honorable mentions, uh, e- even if I do figure out what the hell I meant. You I'm, can't put it in your honorable mentions unless you tell us what it is. <laughs> I'm just going to put it there so that way people, when they're looking at the list, are like, what the fuck is casual weather? Um, I am very curious what casual weather yeah, is. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, let's... Uh, um, I'm going to go uh, the weird hate of advanced statistics... Oh God, yeah. I just like to me, like I like I understand that often in the world when someone doesn't understand something, it's easier to hate them to learn about than to learn about it. Sure, sure. Like what you don't know kind of scares you a bit. Yeah, but it's it's ab- I mean, I cannot tell you how infuriating it is to me when I'm listening to the radio or I'm listening to a podcast or. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm watching a game on TV, and they're making fun of advanced stats because they yep. don't understand what they mean. Yes. Uh, yes, to be like willfully and proudly ignorant. You don't have to know every single thing sure. and how war is calculated, but to purposely be like, nah, I don't want anything that – like the battle's over, folks. Mm-hmm. Stats won. Stats have always won, by the way. Uh, this – this didn't just happen. Stats have always been teams been using stats to gain an edge forever. But I, I hear you, dude. Like, why would you purposely want to not be in the know? Like Michael Wilbon does this, and it's it's so nauseating. It happens in the fantasy industry all the time. Like there is a group of people that, and and honestly, it goes the other way too. Because there's some people that live and die by stats, and they like I don't even need to watch games because I I just I just run the stats, and I think they're. Obviously, is a place for both. I, I rely on watching games, my eye test, uh, and then also advanced statistics. I think if you're if you're ignoring one or the other, uh, you're probably not doing it correctly. Um, mm-hmm. But that being said, like I just don't understand. People are like, no, no, the stat stats are meaningless. Advanced stats are meaningless. The entire game of fantasy, whether you're playing fantasy baseball, fantasy football, it's built on stats. So if you're in an industry or you're playing a game and you go, I hate, I hate advanced stats. You hate the game you're playing. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's wild, dude. It's absolutely wild. I don't understand it. That's good pick. That's good pick there. All right. Ready for my next one? I am. All right. Commercial sandwiches in football. When a touchdown is scored, man, you can switch over to the next channel for like a good 10 minutes because <laughs> you ain't seeing anything. So it's t- touchdown. Uh, sometimes they'll squeeze in a commercial before the extra point, but that'd only be if like there was a time, uh, a, a quarter change, like if it was at the end. But uh, no, so it'll be extra point, commercial, 
come back, kick off, commercial. And that sec that second commercial break is pretty long. So you get all you get all that downtime there. And part of it that drives me nuts is the people that are big NFL fans that say that baseball has a pace of play problem. It does, but look in the mirror. NFL games are painful to watch because I'm not trying to watch 8 billion commercials. I acknowledge that there, there are plenty of times where I'm watching a baseball game like this is going way too slow. This is bad. I can, I can look in my own kitchen and say that this ain't working. But I've run into too many NFL fans who want to clown baseball's pace of play and, and the slowness of their games while watching three and a half hours of an NFL game that didn't need to be anywhere near that. And the only thing that they're saved by is replay and the fact that it is so conducive to replay because there's a guaranteed 35 down, 35 seconds of downtime between each play with the play clock being run down. And if there, if there wasn't, uh, you know, replay there, that would be even more painful. But how many replays do you need of every play? Like, not every play requires some detailed replay. And then if, don't forget, if it has to be reviewed, then just shoot yourself because it's over. And that goes for both sports, by the way. But yeah, I just I can't stand the commercial sandwiches and the uh, the the grindingly slow pace of watching a single NFL game. I only I only watch Red Zone. Yeah, I uh, I watch a channel um, that uh, I don't even know what I think it's called NFL Game Mix. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it's pretty I'm much yeah, it's pretty much it breaks up your screen into eight different games. Mm -hmm. And then you've got a you've got a little toggle on your remote that you can change the audio, um, and so I pretty much just watch eight games at once, and I to toggle the audio to the game I'm actually really paying attention to. Uh, but that's how I and, and I mean, and then obviously I do the same thing in uh, in football that I do for baseball, which is after the games are played, I go back and I rewatch the games. But you get to do it without the commercials, uh, and <laughs> because there's a running clock in football. I mean, a game really takes about 20 minutes to watch, uh, which is uh, insane. Yeah, because you can, I mean, when you cut out all that trash, mm -hmm. it can be a pretty quick pace. But that just shows you how much filler there is and, and that they have their own pace issue. I will say, I hate, I mean, on my list and near the top of my list, I just hadn't taken it, it was TV timeouts. And that's for every sport. Yep. It's just yep. every single sport... Uh, I mean, has way too many TV timeouts. Uh, I mean, we, we see it all the time in, in baseball as well. They're bringing in a pitcher. Let's go to commercial. Uh, I like that we've seen with some games, especially nationally televised games, where they're starting to do the kind of in-game advertisements. The side by side, yeah, because it doesn't take you out of it. It's still a commercial. Still get your money mm -hmm. for the commercial, but it doesn't take you out of everything. It doesn't want cause you to want to change the channel, too. Yeah, and I, I think, I, at least I hope, we're going to be moving to that a little bit more because uh, I, I do uh, I do hate when, yeah, okay, bring in a pitcher. Now, I mean, obviously, with the new rule that a pitcher has to finish an inning, you're not going to have to worry about they bring in a pitcher for a batter commercial, they mm -hmm. bring in another pitcher for, you know, another batter commercial, end of inning commercial. Like, so, right. like, that's not as going to be as big of an issue in baseball, but yeah, no, TV timeouts in general are annoying. Pretty brutal, pretty brutal. All right, um, me again, right? Let me bring up the board here. Yep, yep, you're, you're six-round pick. 
All right. Um, I'm gonna put. I'll put Beanball Wars. They're pretty stupid. Um, pretty self-explanatory how stupid they are. I hate them. You know. Oh, they started it, so we got to throw. Or especially when it started off of nothing. He celebrated a homer. I got to throw a baseball at him. Well, then he threw a baseball at us. We got to throw a baseball back at him. And these people that think that that these pitchers are just so good that they can't possibly miss and, and cause serious, massive damage. Oh, you're overreacting. No, I'm not. No, I'm not, dude. Like it doesn't take it doesn't take much to possibly ruin a career, let alone potentially kill somebody. And obviously, yep. we haven't seen that. Um, it's a matter of time, like, though. We're throwing a hundred miles an hour. That's the thing, too. Is they're throwing much harder now as well, and you let go of one. And and it hits him up in the head, and and who knows? Like it's it's just stop. There's no justification for it. It's disgusting, and, and uh, I I just I hate it. I I, I really do. The idea that this is uh, the way to settle it, and people that prop up the old school, like yo, the old school pitchers would just throw at people. Cool, and they're, that's regarded as tough because you you did something off of me. You're throwing the baseball at me, and th- those are the tough guys. Those sound like giant babies. I, that doesn't sound tough to me at all. You know what sounds tough is you got me, and I struck you out three times. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the next three times I faced you because I I buckled down and and was a badass. But throwing a baseball at you because you did something good against me, none of that sounds tough. Yeah, and, and not only that, these are the guys who aren't batting. So it's not exactly. like, like yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to throw a 90-mile-an-hour fastball, whether it be at your ass or whatever, but then I'm never going to give you the opportunity to like actually get me back. Yep. So it, it And that's why batters then charge, because it's like, well, this is my only opportunity. Exactly. So. And I'm tired of this crap, so I'm coming to get you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, no, this, that was not on my list, but that is a great, great call, great, great call there. Thank you. All right, next up, round six for you. Hmm, uh, this is kind of in the same vein, uh, but a bit different, and that's the unwritten rules. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I like I like where you're going here already. Go ahead. Yeah, the the unwritten rules are stupid. Um, they're unwritten because they're not really rules. And it, fake. It, it's some sort of I, I can't pimp my home run, uh, or you can't pimp your home run. Uh, you can't bunt in certain. Uh, you can't bunt in certain. You know circumstances. Situation. Yeah. yeah, it's it's so dumb. And I mean, I don't think other sports. I mean, I'm sure other sports have them. But like, baseball has the most, though. Yeah, I can't think of like. Is there an unwritten rule? In I mean, I guess you don't in. in Pro football, you don't run up the score uh, if, uh, like... To a particular degree, yeah. yeah. Like, But, again, going back to what I was saying earlier about how 21 nothing doesn't mean anything, you take your foot off the gas too much, you let your te- you let that team get back in it. It has to be... You have to be really smart about how much time's left versus your how big your lead is, or else they're going to run up on you, and and all of a sudden you, get, you find yourself in a game if you play prevent defense. And, like, because I remember there was a game, and this was years ago, it was, uh, the Redskins were a crappy team, obviously, the Patriots were a good team, obviously, uh, and they were losing, like, 52 to 10 in the fourth. Wasn't that during the, uh, during the undefeated year? It could have been any year. 
<laughs> I mean, uh, but I, I was sitting in a sports bar. I mean, and that's how long ago this must have been because I haven't, like, I've had the NFL ticket at home and haven't gone to a sports bar since my uh, oldest was a baby. So, okay. uh, like, that's, you know, at least nine years ago. Um, and, and, you know, there was like five minutes to go in the fourth quarter and the Patriots went for it on, on fourth down. Um, and, and I think they scored a touchdown or something like that. It was like, like they're on, they're, of, course it, of course the Patriots did. And like, I, you know, I was like, this is fucking bullshit. And I'm just talking to myself. Like, I'm just like, you know, like, why the fuck would you do this? Um, and there was a Patriots fan who overheard me. He goes, I think it's the defense's job to stop them. And I was True. like, you know what? It's bad sportsmanship, but he, he's right. Like, I, I was wrong. Like, I mean, my team, like, they know what they're going to do. They're going to run the ball to, you know, milk the rest of the clock. There's, you know, I mean, it's like they know exactly what's happening, and they couldn't stop them. Unlike They're all professionals, right? You don't need, yeah. you need charity. You need yeah. charity right, right now. You know, it's like I get it. I get it. Yeah, and I mean. This isn't like a uh, – overmatched high school team facing the uh, the big city team and just getting steamrolled because they don't have the athletes to to measure up at all they're all professionals so i i get it to that degree of like figure it out and stop them they they don't need to stop just for you yeah uh and I, yeah just baseball is the worst though i mean baseball has yep. just so many weird un unwritten rules uh that no longer make sense in today's game uh and i think baseball is trying a little bit to kind of change that uh, that atmosphere uh, because you know they let the kids play uh, you know commercials and stuff like that and uh, because it is more fun baseball is more fun when guys can express themselves and guys can have a good time and uh, and I, I think that hopefully that will continue to change in, in maybe a decade down the road we won't have people who are like oh got to hit a dude because he just pimped your home run you yep. know and, and that kind of BS so. Uh, yeah, the unwritten rules, my sixth round pick. Oh man, uh, as usual, I you know with four four remaining picks, uh, I still have fourteen on my board, <laughs> and I and I didn't make a super long list this time. We're just both taking things that aren't unnecessarily on each other's lists, um, and that still includes casual weather at the top of my board at this point um, for no apparent reason. Oh, I forgot to take the unwritten rules off, so uh, down to 13 Good old ca casual, casual weather. weather baby. Um, uh, let's see, I think I can keep that one for a while and you won't come near it. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, the cost of tickets. Okay. Uh, the cost of tickets and cost of uh, games in general is is just ridiculous uh outside of that two dollar game that i got to go to uh 10 years ago it it, it cost way too much for fans fans to get in the seats especially for big games uh but just i mean just in general it, it's really difficult and especially if you live in an area like i do uh which you know it's i mean in at least i can go to the oakland Col coliseum for a lot cheaper than i could go to uh what is it not att park anymore it's um oracle park um now, yeah but like i haven't been to a football game in 18 years because one i feel like you get a better view of the game anyways just watching at home oh yeah F football games uh at, at the stadium are 
awful. But the, yeah, the prices are just ridiculous. It's just, uh, and you talk about wanting to grow your game and grow your fan base uh, for Major League Baseball. Like, make it easier for people to go to games because there is something that is magical about being in a park. Uh, that is lost somewhat on TV. I mean, I still love watching games on TV, but there is something that is special and different about the smell of the grass and the roar of the fans and the sound of the ball uh, off the bat. It's just, uh, and if you don't give, you know, especially kids a chance to go because it becomes too expensive, you know, I mean, me taking a family of, you know, four to six, depending on, you know, which members of my family are coming with me, like that's a $300 day in san francisco and that's ridiculous yeah that's it's pricey yeah, like uh, it doesn't seem like they've it seems like they've uh you know gone past the the, the prices of inflation when you compare it to previous years mm-hmm. and so it's like are you pricing out your fans is that really a good idea doesn't seem like it and then also again you know goes back to your blackouts too then you're not even going to allow me to watch it on TV. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? What are you doing? So, okay, that's a good pick. That's a good pick, and I understand that, especially as a family man. Uh, I think that's a it's a better fit on your team because you can actually really feel it. Me as a you know going by myself or or Jen and I, it's not it's not as much. Um, I mean, I I, I don't even drink. Like I can't even imagine yeah. if like. You know, I had to get four or five beers during the game too. Like that, I mean that oh, yeah. that's absolutely ridiculous. That that'd be that'd be nuts. All right, I'm trying to figure out exactly where to go here. I'm just gonna go with the commissioners. Ah, yep, that's on my list. Because they pretty much universally suck, and I'll exempt Adam Silver here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he hasn't really done anything to merit being in the same degree as these other guys. Guys, save me your tweets of, of maybe some objectionable things that he's done. He, he's not perfect, but he's nowhere near the rest of his ilk, including guys who are no longer in the position like Bud Selig. But the current ones, he is so far above the, the top there that I'm going to exempt him here. But I'm going to stick on, on Goodell. Uh, is Batman still the NHL commissioner? He is, I believe. Oh, that's gross. He's the worst. Um, and, and of course, uh, Rob Manfred. It's just, look, it's a difficult job. I'm not saying that it isn't. But it's not It's not like written in law that every commissioner has to suck. There were commissioners back in the day that were well-regarded. Like, you, you don't have to be bad. And I get that they're essentially lackeys for the owners, uh, which certainly, uh, you know, can, can skew their, you know, where their priorities are. But that's not my problem. Like that's, that's figure it out. Like you don't have to be terrible. And yet so many of them are. And, uh, I just, I, 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 they actively hurt their games, uh, particularly with Goodell and the NFL. I mean, the NFL succeeds in spite of him. And I understand they've drawn so much, so much revenue that, and that gets to be on his record, but, you could put my dog Charlotte in commissioner of the NFL and they'd, they'd make the, like they make the revenues in spite of him. Not because he doesn't do anything to generate that. And I, the same goes for Manfred. I don't think he's really doing major things to, to generate the revenue that base 
both seeing, uh, especially with Seelig. Manfred, I'll give a little bit more credit than Seelig, but when Seelig, you know, he gets credit for uh, being under the tenure when uh, when MLB, MLB Bam or when ML Bam came to be. What the hell did he do to move forward uh, MLB Advanced Media? Nothing. He just happened to be there when the internet blew up. It's like it's to be on his on his record. So yeah, commissioners for me, they're garbage. Yeah, Sealy gets so much credit uh, for for the game. Yeah, game growing that he doesn't deserve. But it's it's very much, and I'm I'm gonna make a political analogy. I hope people don't get upset uh, by it. But it's it, I've seen it a bunch on Twitter and Facebook and things like that about how people have talked like, man, I hated George W. Bush, but now it doesn't seem so bad. Uh, yeah, like, like that com- comparing to mm-hmm. yeah, but in the throes of it, they were speaking of yeah. him as they would any other president, and that becomes such a big team thing too, where it's like, you know, uh, so and so hates Obama like this much, then he's gone. It's like, oh, you know, not so bad. <laughs> this person hates Bush so much, now he's gone. Oh, maybe not so bad. It's just like, and that's how I feel like we treat Bud Selig. Is they go, yes. yeah, oh, maybe he wasn't that bad. Maybe he was. Dude, dude, like <laughs> he presided over the steroid era yes, and like and, totally and gets, turned a blind eye to it, and nobody like brings that up. And get, gets to walk in while Bonds and Clemens still wear the entire era mm-hmm. uh, on their shoulders, and I just can't stand stand that. I can't deal with that. That's why I'll always say that they belong in, and I, I don't, I don't care. Once you put Seelig in, they're automatics. They, I think they were. I, I'm, I'm less of a like. PEDs and you're out kind of guy. Um, and if you are, that's 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 okay. Let's have the discussion. But once Steelig got in, it was over for me to 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 really listen to keeping those guys out because of PEDs. Yep, I think it's a great point. All right, so I have another pick now. And I'm just gonna put end of NBA games. You, you kind of get in my theme here with pace mm-hmm. because uh I, I, I took a similar one for football. The end of NBA games, my God, dude, when they become free throw parties, it's so bad. And listen, I get that there's strategy. I don't I don't have the – I apologize on this one. This is one where I'm a complainer without a solution, and I know that that's not a good position to be in. Um, you usually want to bring solutions to the table. I don't know what the solutions are to avoid you know, be, having a free throw party where they're just going back and forth. And, and just grinding the game to an absolute halt after this excellent game for three and a half quarters. But it can be so bad and just ruin potentially great games. And I don't know, I don't know what, the, what the answer is. Do you just say, like, you can never legislate it out. Because I was going to say, do, can you get rid of intentional fouls or something? But then, then they're just going to commit regular fouls, and then they're probably going to be even harder on the guy. You know, they're going to, like, elbow him in the teeth instead of just putting their arms around them and giving the uh, you know giving the cheap fake follow. So I don't know what the answer is and I apologize but I've seen countless NBA games that were so fun that became absolute snooze fests at the end because of the strategy uh, that again is required by teams. I'm not blaming the teams so much but something's got to change because they're ruining so many games with free throw fests at the end. Uh in the NBA All-Star Game this year, they played by uh, what is called the Elam Ending Rules. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I heard them talk about it on the podcast uh, recently. Um, and uh, Joe uh, Posnanski of The Athletic uh, explained it better than I can. But it, it kind of 
you can just Google Elam ending explained, and they will uh, they will explain uh, or it explains it out. So I'm not I'm not going to butcher it, but it pretty much eliminated that. Yes. Um, so the clock is turned off with four minutes left in the fourth quarter, and a target score is set, and then you play until one of those teams reaches it. And it was cool. I, I watched that. You know, th- there you go. That that might be the solution there, because then you're not having to just be like, okay, we need these points. We got to start following with, a, a, you know, three minutes left, and it's like, ugh, awful. So may- maybe that's the way to go. Yeah. Uh, also, at the end of NBA games, this isn't what you were going with, but it's something that I just don't understand. Like, why, like, at the end of an NBA game, and I think in college basketball they do this too, like, you take a timeout at your end after a bucket, and for some reason you get to go to half court. Yeah, but then not always. It's, yeah, I, and, that, that's the thing too. Like, I, I don't know the, and that just could be us being ignorant yeah. of the rules. Mm-hmm. But, like, sometimes you get to go to half court, and then other times you're still back. At the at the very at the end line, yeah. and I don't I don't know the uh, the distinction there. And I've done that on two K, where I thought, okay, I'm gonna call the timeout here and get to the half court, and I'm not. And I'm like, well, what was different about this timeout than the one I took three timeouts ago? So maybe somebody can help us out in the comments with yeah, that one. Yeah, I'm sure they, someone will hit us up. Uh, it's just our misunderstanding, out. I'm sure. Yeah, I just, I mean I played basketball until my freshman year of high school when I stopped growing, um, and I was a pretty good basketball player until i stopped growing um and uh and, and we never had that so like i don't understand like and that that's the ignorance of uh, of my own fandom uh is that I, I stopped paying attention to basketball so i don't really understand it yeah that, that that's definitely us not uh, not fully grasping the rules there all right you for uh for round eight and nine. Oh, um this is gonna be mostly like a baseball and football thing and again those are my uh uh, my strong suits. So, you know, I mean, obviously I think basketball is, is better, uh, but just the refs in general. Yeah. The refs are the worst. Um, and especially when they make it about themselves. Yeah. I mean, baseball, we see it all the time. Uh, just, I mean, everybody is, I guess, uh, so, uh, up in arms about not wanting a, you know, computerized strike zone. Uh, mm-hmm. but we're getting there cause I mean, refs just blow the game, and uh, I mean, we we saw it in what the the is it the oh God what what was the name? You're gonna it's the Tigers uh, kid who who oh, lost his perfect Armando game. Armando Galarraga. Yes, okay, I thought it was or Gal- Jim Joyce. Yeah, uh, and like it's I felt just, bad for him because he actually owned it and he was broken up about it to the point where he's crying and then just mm-hmm. he, he just brain farted. He absolutely brain farted there. You know, Country Joe West would have just dug in and been mm-hmm. like, "Nope, I saw it there. It didn't make it." Yep. Uh, though I mean, at the same time, he had an opportunity to, to just huddle with with uh, you know the crew. Can they, and, can they change? Could they have changed things though? I mean, unless he, as long as he's not the crew chief, I believe he could have. I don't think so. Oh, maybe not. I, I could be wrong. I don't know. It was pre. It was pre. Uh, replay. replay. Otherwise, replay would. I mean, that, I think that was one of the big reasons replay came back. In yeah, baseball. Re- replay would have completely flipped it, and then you get to celebrate. It would have killed the moment still, but. He would still have a perfect game. Yeah, but I mean, refereeing is just awful. We see it, especially in the NFL, all the time, and especially with their new, uh, a bunch of new rules uh, that you know, incidental contact and all and all that that crap uh, <laughs> to try to make more offense in the NFL like you needed it. Uh, yeah, you just, refs just blow calls constantly, uh, and now it's gotten so bad in the NFL that. 
Uh, they've instituted you can, uh, you know, ask for replay or challenges on penalties, which has just snowballed, you know, horribly uh, as everybody predicted it would. So it's just mm-hmm. uh, the refs are are ridiculous in uh, in really football and baseball. I, I I don't think they're as bad in basketball, uh, but there is some with my next uh, pick uh, that. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna go with flopping on my next pick. Okay, um, okay. And Big it, soccer one here, but also also in other sports. Soccer, but basketball has become huge yep. for flopping. You see it all over Twitter, where LeBron James is is you know makes like a juke move and then he falls back like he got hit in the face. Um, and I mean, you even <laughs> see it in in football with punters uh, and sometimes quarterbacks yes, trying sometimes to get the, <laughs> trying to get the unnecessary yep. roughness yep. calls. Uh, I mean, you don't really see it in baseball other than you know guys pretending like they just got hit by a pitch. But it that I mean that is pretty rare for the most part. You just don't see it very often. But man, in soccer and basketball, it is, and especially soccer, it is just so sad. Like, just seeing these guys, like, writhe around on the floor, pretending to be, like, hurt from something that never happened, just drives me insane. Like, mm-hmm. I, like, could you imagine, like, playing with your buddies and, like, trying to pull that off and not oh, just being laughed off a field or a court? Like, I yeah, just, no, I, they'll, they'll obliterate you. It is the absolute worst. Uh, and I just, I, I think that you should have instant replay challenges just for flopping. Like, if you flop in a basketball game and they go, no, nah, no, nah, he's flopping, let's go back to the tape, and they can look and see that you weren't doing it, you are ejected from the effing game. Yep. No, that'd be great. That that that, that would be that'd be excellent. Like, uh, look, if you want to try that, you want to try to pull it off, you think you can fool everybody, by all means, take a shot. But you are risking... Your your ability to stay in the game mm-hmm. if you do it that'll end that. All right, my next one. Charlotte is what I hate. No, <laughs> uh, pick off booing. Mm? Shut the fuck up. Just stop. <laughs> You're stupid. You're embarrassing yourselves. It only have you know it's the road team wants to throw over a couple times, especially especially when it is like a speedster, especially when it is freaking Billy Hamilton over there. Hey. Do you hate it too, Charlotte? Come here. God, what are you borking about? Um, but yeah, I, I, fi- I find it kind of nauseating. It's not the end of the world. That's why I, didn't, I was never going to take it very early. But it's just like, shut up, dude. Like, stop. It, 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 it's so unnecessary. I don't think it's like some cute tradition. I just think it's kind of tired. <laughs> um, in that same vein, I mean, something that's on my list uh, that, I mean, unless you're going to take the opposite view of this uh, with your next pick, I don't think you will, uh, is people complaining about the wave. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and, and marriage proposals, too. Yeah, the wave is dumb. Game marriage proposals are dumb. But you know what's even dumber? Complaining about you them. You comparing about it. Especially the marriage thing. What if they both want that? Yeah, people act like it's like sprung on every woman ever, as if she can't possibly like she might want that. Maybe they've already kind of discussed that this is going to be a thing. Very few, get, very few women probably actually want that. But I, I understand that. I understand that. I, I'm not saying like I'm not again. I'm with the idea that it's dumb, but 
overly complaining about it and like making it a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Just shut up. Like, who cares? Uh, no, that, that's a good call out, too. Um, all right. My last pick here. <sighs> I just had it in my brain and I lost it because I don't have it on my list. What was I going to? What the hell was I going to take, Justin? You got me distracted. I, I, I don't know, but I still have nine items on my list, including wow. casual weather. Oh, yeah. I could take casual weather. Mm. I'd like to see you explain it. I'm going to take casual weather. <laughs> and, you know, it really bothers me when it's, like, just, like, 70 degrees with, like, a light breeze, partly cloudy. Pick a fucking side, weather. Yeah. Do you want to be hot or do you want it to be cold? How, how am I supposed to set my DFS lineups if the weather is yeah. going to be so casual about it and I don't know if the Rockies game is going to get rained out? When you're just casually hanging out about, like, I might rain later. I could get really hot. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't approve of casual weather. It drives me nuts. I wanted to take this pick earlier. Casual weather's my last pick. How did I do? It's amazing. Uh, I love uh, the fact that people are going to vote on this on Twitter and, and have to decipher what casual weather is. Well, I'm going to say, listen to this show, ho. Yeah, <laughs> you got to make it through the entire show for the explanation of casual weather. You won the draft. Like, I, I know I still have one more pick, but I just don't understand how I can come back from that. Uh, I'm totally blanking on what my pick was, too, because I, I went off on that, what we were just talking about there, and and totally blanked my last pick because I hadn't written it down on my on my sheet. So I took <laughs> casual weather, baby. I'm going to leave it as my top honorable mention as well, just because. Just <laughs> to um, further yeah. uh, complicate things. Mm-hmm. I really should just take casual weather in the 10th round as well. Again. <laughs> yes, but that's against the rules. Um, God, I mean, I have... Still a number of really, really good options uh, here that uh, that it, it's very, very difficult for me uh, to, to pick a, a last pick. I'm probably, I think I'm going to go with player comps. Oh, okay. Okay. Just uh, always comping somebody to like a star too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you never comping someone to Nick Punto. Like it's like yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's you're comparing people to Michael Jordan. You're comparing people to Joe Montana and Jerry always Rice to a star. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's never like not just a star, like the Tommy greatest player yeah, of the, all the time. Top, the top peak of the peak of the position. Yeah. And it's like, you know, how many guys become that? It's like you know, so. And I understand not necessarily wanting to compare them to Nick Punto, so then just don't do it. Mm-hmm. Come up with different ways to talk about them. Yeah. I know people like player comps, and and sometimes they really fit nicely, but when they're when they're forced, it can be really bad. And and like don't you're like we're super guilty of it in the fantasy industry. For and sure. I mean, I've done it as well, and I I, think I'll it continue works to more do in it. fantasy though, because well, I think we're often at least in terms of you and I. I'm not going to speak for the rest of the industry because I, I definitely hear people. Uh, you know, compare like like say Royce Lewis is going to be the next Trey Turner, and it's like that's unfair to Royce Lewis. Yes. Um. Yes. Uh. But uh, I think we try to make accurate comps and yeah, and we fair try to ones. do it in like really focused on the t- the statistical profile. 
And like he's he's going to put up this profile. And we also talk about the unlikelihood that those players can achieve. Yes, that. yes. This is the highest end. Mm-hmm. He's or more the lowest likely end. to be yeah. this mid tier guy. Um, so yeah, no, I, I like your call there. And uh, people who can only compare race to race too. Oh like, God, yeah. No, can that's... never compare a black guy to a, you know if you're going to do comps, can't possibly say that uh, Tim Anderson you know comps to Trey Turner. He has to comp to another black guy. It's like. They don't, you know, the only one where I understand it a bit is uh, Asian pitchers if if they have a similar delivery, not because they're Asian, but because they have a similar setup uh, and delivery. That's that's one thing. But like always having to do same race comps, it's like you are allowed to branch out and pretend we saw uh, with Otani, like Otani, like people comparing Otani to Tanaka. I'm like that. That isn't. Like that, th- those are so two different, far from it. It's yeah, not, two yeah. different players, like completely. Yeah. It just... All right, I'm gonna turn over honorable mentions to you because I don't really have most of my honorable most of my what I didn't get to pick was stuff off of your list. I had a tight list here, and we basically drafted it. So uh, let's hear. Oh, dang! Yeah, you put some good ones. You put, yeah, put some good ones here. So Go ahead. obviously, got to start off with casual weather. <laughs> <laughs> must that's a must, dude. Because man. If there's one thing that pisses me off that I just hate about sports, mm-hmm. it's casual weather. Casual baby. weather, yeah. I just, you know, I mean, though those days where it just doesn't get over seventy degrees and it's slightly over, it just bothers me. It just uh, drives me nuts, dude. Uh, we'll we'll start with kids' parents. Uh, and so That's this a great one, dude. You know, we didn't say that this was like professional or collegiate sports only. Hey, uh, but that works at that level too, by oh, the way. For sure, there's plenty of those assholes, and they're almost worse. But but you as a as a parent. You deal with with this, so come on. These are the worst. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I thought I would be one of these parents. I'll I'll be quite honest because uh, I I like self awareness. I'm super competitive, and like I I mean, I've been thrown out of slow pitch softball games, uh, and yeah, because I I just I am overly competitive. I have a really hard time. Uh, keeping that in when I'm playing. Uh, thankfully, as like a coach and as uh, as, as a parent, I haven't been that way, and it surprised me. It surprised me a lot. Uh, but man, like seeing parents like at my daughter's baseball games when when she was uh like playing baseball, uh, seeing them lose their minds because their kids aren't playing enough, uh, because they're not paying attention, because uh, like I saw in. in Keep in mind, my daughter was seven when she played baseball, and so she was playing with other six, seven, eight-year-olds. Uh, I saw a coach almost like like want to get into a fight with our team's coach uh, be- over something so silly and so dumb. Uh, and it's just like, these are kids, and you're supposed to be examples for them. And I, I just don't understand. We see it on YouTube and... Uh, and Facebook and Twitter all the time, some mm. brawl at some Little League park, yep. and I just don't understand it. And, I mean, this does correlate a little bit to, you know, professional and collegiate sports. I can't tell you how many, uh, especially, like, prospect writers, get DMs oh, yeah. from people's family. Oh, because yeah, they, 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 they said that this kid wasn't good or wasn't going to be good uh, or, or just wasn't going to be amazing. And some uncle or brother or dad or mom jumps into someone's DMs and goes, I can't believe you wrote that about Excuse my kid. You? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or comments like, on it. It's sorry, like, man. Like, don't 
you know, and Kobe Rasmus's dad was notoriously problematic. Uh, Lavar Ball is a complete dipshit. Just a nightmare. Uh, oh my god. So yeah, no, that, that's a, that's a great call out here. You do have one on here that I don't necessarily disagree with. Dynasties. I think it's. I think there's it, there's some positives to having an evil empire to chase down. Yeah. At the same time, man, it sucks. Like I, it's not so much like dynasties are, and I mean. My team technically was one, you know. I'm a Giants. Yeah, I never fan. rooted for. I guess the well, not even the Red Wings because they, like, they were excellent, 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 but they weren't winning like four or five in a row with the Cup. In fact, they had some chokes there that uh, legitimate chokes, uh, not fake chokes. So yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think I've ever rooted for one. So you know, and I, and mean, I still, I still don't mind. Yeah, I, I don't mind it as quite as much as I did before because, like I said, I mean the Giants had a dynasty. Uh, though a lot of people will point out that because they didn't win any consecutive championships, they, they shouldn't be considered one. You're wrong. Um, but uh, it's mostly the thing that people hate when I do it is it's the fans. It's not the dynasty themselves. It's the fans yeah. nonstop talk about how great they are, how amazing they are uh, because their team won a dynasty. Uh, and that's just annoying. It's just like Patriots fans saying we're, you know, that or not saying, but thinking they're better than you. Uh, yeah. It just yeah. that part I just hate. Uh, and uh, and I totally understand why now, you know, people hated me when I, you know, would say the even year bullshit and all and all that. Um, but uh, I'm it's still going to continue to do it. Um, Most sports talk radio. That's a great one. Yeah. Uh, it's, and- it's such trash, dude. Like that. Obviously, we do a podcast, so we're very biased toward it. But as far as what I listen to, I, I, can't, I can't do sports radio, man. I just uh, can't. And, and I'm mostly talking about uh, actual radio. Uh, I'm not I'm not talking about like the Fantasy Channel on Sirius or FNTSY. No, no, no. Like um, your, but your local your channel local, or like yeah. Cowturn and, and mm-hmm. uh, Rome and, and stuff like yeah. that. It's, I mean, one, because we have other options and there's so many great podcasts out there. Uh, that really um, specialize in sports uh, and specialize in deep diving and analysis. And we just have more options now. And unfortunately, uh, sports talk radio tends to cater to the the masses. And that's catering to people who don't really understand the game. And so you're getting very, very uh, kindergarten-esque explanations and takes and and that's that's just a huge bummer. I, I well, can't listen to sports talk radio at all. No, me neither. It's because they have to touch on everything. So they have to do mm-hmm. a little bit on everything instead of deep diving on anything. Yep. Um, all right. You got uh, two more here. Uh, casual racism. You hate that more than casual weather? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, maybe I meant casual racism. For some reason, it auto-corrected uh, weather. Nope, I still have casual racism on my list. <laughs> so casual weather is uh, is still there. Uh, yeah, casual racism. And, I mean, obviously, being a Washington Redskins fan, uh, I am part of this. So I'm not mm-hmm. excluding myself. But, yeah, I mean, there is... A ton of casual ra- uh, racism in sports, whether it be the Tomahawk Chop or uh, or the Redskins team name and their insistence Wahoo, to not change. Was gone. Yeah, I mean it just you know, and then we we see you know every few years we see racial epithets being thrown out at stadiums at players, and that's the it's just the worst. Like just it really just is. don't like just stop. And uh, this was something that was briefly discussed, I think, on the most recent podcast. Uh, and Michael Shore said, like, 
if Dan Snyder just wanted to like change the team name right now while no one's paying attention, like he'd get a ton of brownie points. Uh, and as much as I've been against changing the team name because it's what I've grown up with, like, like that is like the worst excuse. It's like, I just don't want things to change because I don't, because that's the way they've always been is like the, the worst possible defense of, uh, something, yeah, Yeah. something racist, but, or anything in general. I mean, the same thing happened when the, the, the Washington bullets changed the Washington wizards. Like people mm-hmm. were so upset, and it's like, really, is this something you need to be upset about? And 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 who cares at this point yeah. anymore? Yeah, because they were having like the most gun violence mm-hmm. ever, and it's just you know, it wasn't, it didn't stop gun violence, and this but wouldn't stop racism, things, exactly. But doing your small part to just move away from things like that, it's more symbolic, understandably. It doesn't matter, is the thing in terms of changing it, like. You can say that changing it doesn't matter because it doesn't move the needle, but keeping it the same isn't necessary. I, like it, it, you can make the same case either way. So then, why not just get rid of it then, right? If if it's so inconsequential, it's not it's not necessary to keep either. And so they did it with the bullets, but Dan Snyder has been reluctant. Well, you know, Cleveland got rid of Chief Wahoo, so. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and like, you know, 25 years later for the Wizards, like no one even thinks about it. Cares. Yeah, like yeah, no, no one's sporting matter. bullets jerseys anymore. No, it, so, yeah, it, does, it doesn't matter. All right. And your last one's cheating. Uh, oh, well, I got two more. I got cheating um, just in general. Uh, and I think that kind of relates, you know, to the Astros stuff. Um, yeah. I didn't pick it just because I there is part of me that goes everybody does it. But I think there's a difference between like blatant cheating and sure. like you know holding a jersey uh, when you're you yeah. know when you're blocking. Uh, like I think when you're holding a jersey when you know you're trying to block is you know and it, that is one of those everybody does it. You're just trying to get you know if you're not cheating you're not trying type thing. Yeah, and you're then, playing the game, and then you know you can call holding on virtually every play, but if it doesn't affect the play, like yeah, don't but do then it. stuff like the Astros stuff the. Uh, you know, the Cardinals hacking into an email, like, like that kind of stuff, that kind of stuff ruins the game. And, and what we're seeing, uh, with the Astros stuff is the integrity of the game has come into question and and that's a huge deal. And that's that's the kind of stuff I really hate. Uh, and last but not least is a fan showing up late and leaving early. Oh yeah. I missed that one. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and I, I'm looking at you, Dodger fans. If you didn't think I'd get a Dodger <laughs> reference in this podcast, things that we hate in sports, you were wrong. You, you don't know. You <laughs> yeah. don't know Justin Mason. I held off as long. I didn't draft the Dodgers in general. Like, I could have. but That would have been kind of funny if you just drafted the Dodgers. I would have. I mean, I obviously lost the draft anyways because you got casual weather in the 10th, and that's just a steal. But I definitely would have lost the draft if I took the Dodgers because everybody would have just voted against me just out of spite. Uh, but, I mean, the, the Dodger fans are notorious for leaving early because they don't want to fight traffic. Like, mm-hmm. you just spent probably a couple hundred bucks to go to a game. And you're not gonna watch the end of it. Nah, gotta get gotta get out of here. <laughs> I had a friend who, and like this isn't necessarily she was leaving early to like the to to miss traffic or anything, but a friend of mine left a game uh, years ago uh, because she was bored. She felt like there was nothing going on, and it was Matt came came's perfect game. 
Pardon? Yeah, she walked out of Mad Games' perfect game because she it was boring. She There wasn't anything happening. Nothing was going on. Oh, yeah. my God, dude. Yeah, and I just, to me, it's like, that. that's the kind of, like, you, you just never know what you're going to miss in a game if you leave early. Like, some of the most amazing games uh, are amazing games because of something that happened in the fourth quarter or the ninth inning. And uh, if you if you have to take off, like, I really don't get, well, I do kind of get, like, if a game's going 14 innings, 15 innings, 16 innings, and you got kids, like, yeah. I, I get that. That being said, I've never left a game early, and I've taken my kids to extra inning games, um, and I, I will never leave a game early. It's just, it's just never going to happen. No, and I, I get that. You know, a, a similar parallel that I have is uh, people who quit games early and in video games, MLB The Show, like, you're never going to have a great comeback if you quit every time you go down 3-0, dude. Like, play. And, like, that's how you have cool comebacks and you have fun stories about how you were down 5-0, but you grinded it out. You know, they go down, these people, they go down, you had a three-run homer in the first inning and they quit. You're like, really? Why'd you even fire up to play? Like, I'm I'm not mad about it because I got a free dub. But yeah, no, I, I'm I'm with you there, and I think that's a great call. At out. least they give you a free dub. Like I mean, that yeah, would yeah, be... no, it works for me. I'm just saying, it's like I, I feel bad for them. I'm like, you're that, you're that lame that you're just like, nah, that's it for me. Can't do it. Okay, I guess, bro. Yeah, just yeah, just don't leave. Uh, don't don't leave games early, and, and don't show up late. Like, I. I I can't say how many games, like, and obviously if you're, like, getting off work and that, that's the quickest you can get there and stuff, but, I mean, there are plenty of times I'm, I go to weekend games and I'm sitting there and in the third inning, the guy next to me comes and sits down. I'm like, no, you lost your seat. You, you go to standing room only. Like, I, yeah. I get I get the extra leg room and, and place <laughs> to put my food and stuff because... Well, you, where are you, dude? You, Yeah, you're not a good enough fan to have shown up on time. All right, well, that's the things we hate draft. Definitely interested to hear what you guys think about this one. Um, like I said, I already sec- secured the dub, as Justin pointed mm-hmm. out, with casual weather. Yeah, but, I, uh, I usually will argue whether whether or not like I, I, I win the, the Twitter vote or not. Uh, I'll argue that my team was better. But in this, in this, in this instance, I mean, casual weather, like that was a first-round pick. And somehow we let it get all the way to so the 10th round. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. All right, well, that's going to wrap it up for us. We'll be back next week. Leave your comments on the post or uh, on Twitter. Let us know uh, some of the stuff that you guys hate that you would have definitely picked in this draft. Justin, I'll talk to you next week. Take it easy.